Welcome to Heels Handbags and Hustle. This is your host, Rachel Earp, and I'm so delighted you found my show. My podcast is dedicated to encouraging women in the workplace to become confident, secure, and inspired in their work and femininity. In my podcast, I candidly share my journey as a mom of two boys, one with Down syndrome, the struggles of parenting and balancing my career with mom life. And now, stay tuned for my latest episode. Be blessed, my friends. Hello, my friends and all my hustlers listening. I am delighted that you joined me today for another episode of Heels, Handbags, and Hustle. Right now, we are in a season of Thanksgiving. It's that time of year when these last few weeks almost feel like they determined what kind of year we've had. Do you know what I mean? We start to think about the new year ahead and all the things that leave us feeling daunted or excited to welcome into our lives. We start to think about our resolutions or goals, maybe all the things we wish we would have accomplished all the intentions. Am I right? I remember when I was younger, I used to make out a whole list. Usually it would read something like weight loss, go to the gym more, diet, eat healthier, develop new processes for our company, new marketing strategies. You get the idea, blah, blah, blah. And my list was very extensive and detailed. I would have like the main bullets that I kind of just went over and then I would have indentations below each one with specific actions I wanted to take to reach those goals. I mean, I went all out, guys. I even would get a really pretty notebook to put it in. I just, I don't know, I felt like if I just put all this effort into creating this list that it would just come true. And then about three or four months into the new year, I would find myself looking at my list with disgust because I would only have things partially checked off or some even completely scribbled over like, yeah, this ain't gonna happen for a while. And in light of that, I wanna talk today about something so significant that we oftentimes overlook and that is simply honoring the intention. My guest for the show today is Heidi Gruss. She is a wife, mother of three girls, and clinical psychotherapist, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears many hats. She is the founder of her own business where she works with entrepreneurs on sustaining, measuring growth in their levels of success. So for people who are, you know, trying to go through and accomplish things. A lot of times it's that sustainability that is just hard and that it's, it's difficult to even find resources out there. Um, on that part of it, it's always the beginning, the startup, getting things going. And then, you know, we go through that whole process and come to the next part and we're like, now what, now who's going to help me? And it can be very daunting. The transformation methodology is a system that Heidi created and it introduces the strategies and skills necessary to reach the next level of success to include more joy and celebrations. In this episode, we will be talking about honoring our intentions, acknowledging that yeah, some things don't always work out, 
Sometimes our ideas, business ventures, or personal goals don't happen the way we want them to. But when we honor our intentions and celebrate what we have achieved, our outlook and mentality shifts in a way that allows us to press on and achieve ultimate success. So stay tuned, my friends, for this next part. I can't wait for you to hear it. Well, welcome to the show today, Heidi. I am really excited that you're joining us today, and I just can't wait to dive into our conversation and discussion. But first, I know you wear so many hats, so tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. I find your background so fascinating. Thanks, Rachel. So my name is Heidi Gruss. I um, am a licensed psychotherapist here in Connecticut. I have my own practice. Um, and I've been working with clients for over 18 years. Um, I also identify as an entrepreneur, um, sort of having success in, in multiple income streams, including being the creator of the transformation methodology, where I work with leaders and executives who really never want to find themselves in that average category, you know, within their industry or community. Um, So there's just so much fulfillment um, and gratitude I have for the work that I'm doing. Well, that's amazing. Um, Just being able to take something that you're passionate about and love, but also you must help so many people. And I love that you mentioned Um, you know, how most entrepreneurs, they truly don't want to be just average. I think that's why we do what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, So how, I I really would love to know, how do you take um, the average and make it go above that? Yeah. So, you know, one of the things, Rachel, that, you know, I found, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners have found too, because they're wearing so many different hats um, like we are, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the first part, the first path of entrepreneurship is pretty well paved. You know, even if it's, you know, if it looks something like you get a little bit of, you know, education or knowledge or training on, you know, business building um, in the same way that we sort of pave the, the road of, you know, you go to high school, you get an advanced degree or a training, you, you know, enter into the workforce and land that, you know, dream job that you had your heart Mm -hmm. set on. And then you go and you, you know, find the partner and build the family. And, and then you're at sort of this place where you're looking at all of the work and all of the success that you've built. And you're sitting here thinking like, is this it? Is this all supposed to be? And the next sort of um, journey of the uh, on that path is not so well paved. It's still mm-hmm. a lot of gravel there because that's where it's like now you step into who you are and really where you want to go. And that is that place where I find I'm taking, you know, women out of this hiding place where they're, you know, they fit so well in that, in that um, mm-hmm. first sort of circle Um, you know, in that first part of their journey. And now they have the freedom to claim their own power, to claim their own brilliance. And that's super scary because, you know, that's all about who they are and they're working, Mm -hmm. you know, with their natural gifts and talents. Um, So I think first it's just acknowledging this is a very common uh, path that many entrepreneurs take. and 
now there's there's a permission piece here. You know, we we well, and as part of the transformation transformation methodology, it's giving them the permission to design how they want the next part of the path, what how they mm-hmm. want it to look. Wow, that's so good, and that all of that just brings so much clarity. I think because, like you said, we we go through the process right of figuring out what we want to do and following the same footsteps that so many other people have kind of just gone ahead and paved for us. And then we get to that point where, you know, you just become so comfortable that you know that you need to take that next step and you need to go deeper and make, you know, whatever that dream is a reality, but you, you kind of freeze up, you become afraid or you just don't even know where to go next And, um, you know, that's a normal thing to feel, but sometimes it's hard to overcome that. So hard. And and it shows up in so many different ways. Like, you know, sometimes it is the overwhelm of the not knowing, like, where do Mm -hmm. I go? Sometimes it is just being really comfortable. um, And, and then sometimes it's like a complacency or a, it feels like so much pressure forward and so you just cower Mm -hmm. Um, and then you start questioning your authority and it you know it just leads down it becomes a very slippery slope yes it does there's a there's an author that I really love her name is Jacqueline Walker and she says that every entrepreneur knows that laying around hoping or relying solely on faith without action will never turn a dream into reality I remember the first time I heard that quote, it it really struck me because it's so much easier to just hope or, you know, oh, I have faith. It's all going to work out. But we do need to take that action. And, you know, that's sometimes the real true test of, you know, do we really want this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. so it sounds like you you know, that is your expertise is helping people realize that and making it all kind of come together and make sense and then guiding them through the next part of that journey. And I think that is really amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And I think this time of year too, um, with, you know, we're getting down to the last few weeks, finishing out everything. So For those of you who are listening, we're recording this in November. It's almost, it's the week before Thanksgiving. (laughs) So we're thinking about a lot, you know, it's been a crazy couple years and I think it's hard to, you know, when you're trying to put your goals into place with the new year coming up to figure out, you know, what does that look like? How do I make it all happen? And it, it feels like a lot of pressure, I think, for some people too, don't you think? You know, I think it can feel like a lot of pressure, um, but I also think we have to confront the stories in our heads that might be limiting ourselves as well. Right? And we talk a lot about language in the transformation methodology. You know, if, if I keep telling myself like, oh, there's just no time to put towards my business at this time of the year, you know, there's right. the winter holidays and you know, all of my kids have their birthdays in the winter. I'm so lucky. You know, there's just oh. stuff of going, you know, things going on. But if we tell ourselves, I just don't have the time, then you're, the reality right. for you is you won't have the time. Right. But when we look at things as 
you know, this is a priority. I'm going to make sure to leave time for this, or I'm going to make sure I prioritize my day. So I do my business building, you know, things first thing in the morning, you know, so that nothing can get in the way. There's no way of sabotaging, you know, this goal that I'm going after, then that's mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Um, so some of that is, it, you know, goes back to what are the stories that you're telling yourself? Because if you're telling yourself it's going to be hard, it's going to feel hard. Right. That's so true. Yourself, wow, look at what I get to do today. You know, I was talking with a client yesterday and she's like, you know, well, how can I actually like make sure that I do these things every day? And I said to her, I'm like, well, why don't you change the language and tell yourself, you know, how lucky I am that I've found this time, this hour and a half every day that I get to build this business that I have been waiting to build, you know, so here you have it. You've got nothing standing in your way. How wonderful and motivating is that? Right. And it's mentality is, is so important. And it it becomes so cliche because, you know, you see the, the motivational quotes or things floating around social media about, you know, having that hustle mentality or success mentality, but at the same time, there's so many people out there that just default back to the negativity. And like you said, just thinking in the back of their heads, like, I'm not good enough, or I can't do this. I don't have time to do this. And, you know, it, it all comes down to what we tell ourselves. And that's what's going to put that energy into whatever happens next. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right. It is all about, you know, mindset. It's about attitude. It's communication. And, yes. you know, ultimately, you know, I, you mentioned, you know, that that sort of hustle that, you know, many entrepreneurs identify with. I, you know, and I understand that lifestyle. Right. I, I was the hard worker. Right. The one that was, you know, people mm-hmm. would look at me and say, like, how do you do it all? You know, and I'm sure I'm sure you get that a lot, too. And. There was a fear at one point of slowing down where I was Mm -hmm. so scared to slow my pace thinking, oh my gosh, but what if I lose this momentum or what if, you know, that makes me, you know, fall into that complacent sort of category, right? And I think the next level of leadership and success really has to value a different pace of working. And I'm not suggesting like, oh, you just like lay around at the spa and let things come to you, you know, <laughs> building a successful business, you know, right. it takes be strategy nice though, right? <laughs> and, and it takes, you know, tenacity and, and, yeah. and drive, but there also needs to be a value shift here because I know when I'm really in my place of brilliance, you know, things are, are flowing for me. There's, I am so much less self-conscious. I'm forgiving of myself and, and, but also Mm -hmm. so much more productive because I'm not spending time overthinking and comparing myself. There's just, there's no need when you're in that place of brilliance. And that's where I want to lead my clients to. That's where I want them to be working from. So tell me what, what in, what brought about you deciding to, um, you know, start your own business and, you know, consulting people and all of these things, especially with the background that you have, obviously, 
there's probably a lot of different paths that you could have taken. But tell me more about the transformation methodology, because I love just the sound of it. it sounds so like, I don't know, it just sounds like it's so intriguing. Yeah, it, it's, I would love for you to just explain a little bit more on how that came about and what what is it? Yeah, you know, I think a lot of it is, you know, being a, a trained observer of human behavior, if you mm-hmm. will, right, in, in yeah. the clinical sense, um, and just listening to the stories over and over and over again, where, you know, it's realizing that you don't need to have a clinical diagnosis to want a transformation, Right. And that's really where I was limited at that point. You know, it was like, gosh, you know, I want to work with the people who don't identify with having a mental health issue, but still want more for themselves. And I know Mm. that there are so many programs and so many books and and um, and platforms out there that really how do I want to say this, that encourage change, but they don't have the same strategy. They don't have the level of support and accountability that people need to be able to sustain long-term lasting change. And so that's really what motivated me. It was just listening to the stories over and over again and connecting with, you know, other entrepreneurs and listening to their stories. And they're just all so similar. Um, and so I just started to evaluate my own journey as an entrepreneur, having had, you know, a lot of success. I am the primary breadwinner, you know, in my family. And, you know, I, in my process, I had to heal all of my money stories and, you know, get through all of those mindset blocks and, and, you know, everywhere in every venue I've ever been in. And I don't, I don't say this with arrogance. I'm just saying this really, um, because I've turned this into my gift that I offer to my, to my clients, you know, in every venue, you know, people would, would um, really compliment me and, and sort of look up to me in a way for the success that I had achieved. And I really saw myself as just, you know, the average woman out there who led a successful career is a mom of three children, has a happy marriage with her husband, you know, and, and I thought, there's, there's nothing really special about me. I just kind of did what I was told. You know, I was a sponge. I went out there and, and tried to get as much mentorship, coaching, you know, to learn everything. And, but the stories that I kept hearing was like, it was hard for people to maintain their, um, sort of like their workload, you know, as they were trying to achieve success. It was like, yeah, but you know, isn't it hard when your kids have activities or isn't it hard when you, you know, get rejections in your business or, you know, when there's a pandemic and, and all of a sudden what you were doing isn't working anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. and for, for me, the mindset was so strong. I was so clear on my identity um, as a a therapist, as a, um, as a business and mindset coach, as uh, as a mom, you know, as an entrepreneur, that I didn't have those roadblocks. And I thought that's that's sort of the missing piece here, you know, is it really is about developing the identity of the person who has the success that you want and then living out, you know, that that sort of lifestyle. 
Mm, wow, that's amazing. And here you were just doing your thing and in your zone. And meanwhile, all of these people are just like, wow, we need we need your guidance. Like we want to be that. And you didn't even realize like, Hey, what do you mean? Is this just what I do? I think that's so cool. (laughs) I love it. You know, and I think, I think so many people and this kind of falls under the umbrella of entrepreneurship, but a lot of times, um, you know, people want to identify as an entrepreneur and they're always looking for that easy way out, you know, like, juggling all of the different things they want to add on. Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. And I think part of being an entrepreneur is accepting that it is going to be hard Mm -hmm. and not letting that daunt you or not looking like, oh, you know, I have all of these things. I don't have time and all of the struggles and the disappointments and the falling down and not, I think you have to come to a point where you accept that that's part of the journey. That's part of the process no pain, no gain, (laughs) you know? And I think that's why, you know, people gravitate to trying to emulate processes, but, um, you know, emulating it and truly embracing it and living it and conquering it is total. Those are totally two different things. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really about acceptance, Rachel, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's accepting that, I mean, isn't life the same way as how you just described entrepreneurship? You know, it's, it's, so it comes back to your attitude where it's, it's, we can't be addicted to the emotional highs and lows of Mm -hmm. whatever we're doing. Right. So, you know, entrepreneurship, yeah, we're, we're going to have really good days and let them be good and celebrate that and step into that. Like we need to celebrate more. We need to celebrate even the small achievements, you know, Mm -hmm. but We also have to let go of the lows. You know, there's a lesson. We hopefully we will we will see the lesson. We will accept and embrace the lesson, but then allow them to flow through so that they don't become something that holds you back. Hmm. You know, it takes so much more energy, time, um, wherewithal to to restart. Yeah. You know, I see so many people, they hit a roadblock, they get a rejection, they, something doesn't go as planned. Right. And it's like, they sit in it for way too long. Yes. Then they have to restart and it takes so much more. And, and let's just accept Mm -hmm. like none of us wake up feeling necessarily motivated or inspired every single day. (laughs) Right. You know, like nobody knows that, you know, Last night, I didn't get a great night's sleep. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. you just, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You just wake up and you, you embrace the day as it, as it, as it comes to you. Like everybody's tired. Everybody's busy. Let's still pursue your dreams anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's still go after what's important to you anyway. So it's really not giving in to those emotional highs and lows and, um, we we talk about that in the transformation methodology. You know, we look at our emotional patterns. Um, mm-hmm. we, you know, we build emotional security and mental strength. Um, so, so important so that these little circumstances, really small problems don't become major roadblocks to your success. Right. And one thing you wrote that I really love is um, through this uh, process that you guide your clients through, 
you actually help them obtain the strategies and skills necessary to reach the next level of success to include more joy and celebrations. Mm -hmm. And when I read that, um, it made my heart just so happy because I think people miss that part of success. They don't, like you said earlier, kind of recapping that. They don't take the time to celebrate those wins, no matter how big or insignificant you feel that they are. Every step forward is is big. It's an accomplishment and it's it took effort. And even and not necessarily meaning you have to go out and party or <laughs> you know, have a big get together, but in your mind, in your heart, acknowledging I did this today, even if it's just getting up and just doing something that you haven't you put it off for several months or you know starting a new routine or a new exercise program or eating better whatever that is those things are important to acknowledge and celebrate and people miss that and I think that's why they just fall right back into that slump and I love that you actually help people with that because that is life-giving I mean that truly just pumps life right back into somebody because it is hard walking that journey. Um, so that was something that inspired me when I read that. Yeah, it's, you know, very early on in the program, you know, I, I talk a lot about, you know, obviously identity and, and, you know, really creating that vision of what you want that next level of success to include. But then we go right into a daily journal exercise that um, I include um, some positive affirmations, we rewrite the same story that we're trying to, you know, now write in a different manner, you know, with some type of, you know, mindset block or something. Mm -hmm. um, there's a daily gratitude component. We set an intention for each day. And the last is a celebration of something from the last, you know, 24 hours from the previous Aww, day. I and, love that. You know, I, I just recently added the celebration piece in the last, I would say like eight months um, because I found that, you know, a lot of my clients were always going right to whatever looked broken or whatever wasn't working right. And, you know, mm -hmm. just always stuck in the negative. And I'm like, wait, can, can we first talk a little bit about, you know, how you led that conversation yesterday? You know, it was a really difficult conversation you had to have with your client. Can we, can we talk through that? Because you really showed up, you know, owning your authority, you know, and, I just, we need to celebrate that because that's progress, yeah. you know, yes. and, and it was a shift. I saw things start to change with my clients when, when we really made an intention to celebrate some type of victory, or even just you made a better choice in the moment where previously you would have maybe been more re reactionary or impulsive. Um, those are the things that make all the difference. Yeah, it, it does. It truly does. And, um, you know, I think sometimes when we start to incorporate the, the joy, the gratitude, the acknowledgement, you know, like you said, things just start shifting more in the direction that we want it to go. I think we fight ourselves so many times focusing on all the stuff we're doing wrong and I think it's a part of success is looking at what we're doing right because you know we're not perfect but we are doing something right <laughs> right and in a way it's, it's honoring the intention you yeah. know because 
when, I... when things go wrong, you know, you're a business owner, things will go wrong. Let's just mm-hmm. accept it. Let's call it out. Things will go right. wrong. But we have to focus on what was your intention? How did you mm-hmm. show up? Because I don't believe that any person shows up in their day saying, I, I really want to screw my day up today. (laughs) We just don't do that. I really want to make my, you know, husband mad at me, you know, like do that. So let's go back and honor the intention that you, you know, set forth and realize we didn't have control over that outcome, but we showed up in our best being our best self. Right. That is wonderful. You are, you are so inspiring, Heidi, and I really appreciate um, this these nuggets of wisdom that you have shared with all of us today. Because I know, um, you know, just this short time we've been able to talk, it's been, it just feels like watering a flower, where a flower just kind of perks back up when you mm-hmm. give it that water. It was just enough sprinkle where, um, you know, it just, it's so good. And for people who want to follow you because I think everybody listening needs to be following you. <laughs> How, what is the best way for people to connect with you? Yes. Yeah, so they can go directly to my website, Heidi Um, they can also find me on all of the social handles at Heidi Gruce. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and, um, they can subscribe, you know, to, um, my email list too, just to get more, you know, the personal connection of, you know, I kind of sprinkle things on a weekly basis, um, as well. So that, that would be wonderful. Awesome. Well, I will make sure to include all of these links in the show notes as well. So if you guys are listening, um, not to worry, you'll be able to come back to it later. If you can't right now, jot all of that down. Um, but before we sign off, Heidi, um, is there another last couple words of wisdom that you want to share with those listening right now for their day? Yeah, so I think, you know, part of that next level of, of leadership and success um, is, you know, there's there's two sort of mantras we always go back to. And one is there is a solution to every problem. And so, you know, a check-in point with yourself if you're always finding a problem with the solution, mm. then you're really not invested in finding the solution to the problem, right? And, wow. and the other, um, you know, piece that I just wanted to, uh, to drop in here is you can talk yourself into doing something just as easily as you can talk yourself you know, out of doing something. So mm-hmm. um, it takes the same time and energy. So when you, you know, when, when you're avoiding, when you're procrastinating, just say the inverse, you know, and, mm-hmm. and there's your, there's your motivation to get moving. That is so good. I feel like I need to f- type that out and frame it, <laughs> put it up in my office. You know, well, please is, do. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is just so good. That is really, really good. And it just makes so much sense. Um, I love that you shared that. That is really perfect. Absolutely perfect way to to kind of tie this all up and put a bow on it. <laughs> awesome. So good. Well, thank you again so much, Heidi, um, for spending time with us today. And um, I'm really excited to continue following you as well. And, you know, your nuggets of wisdom and just watching you shine because you do it so beautifully. So thank you. It was such an honor to have you on the show today. Thank you, Rachel. That was so nice. That was so beautiful. Thank you. You're so, so nice welcome. I'm so glad we're connected. Well, friends, how do you feel now? 
I hope you gained a fresh perspective on your goals and intentions going forward. I love how Heidi has devoted her life to helping entrepreneurs obtain a healthy balance in their endeavors because it's so easy to lose sight of ourselves in the transformation process. I want to thank you for tuning in today. And if this podcast has meant something to you, please leave a quick review on whatever platform you're listening to. That would really mean so much to me and it helps me keep more episodes like this coming your way. You can find more information about guests like Heidi on my website by visiting rachelerp.com. And I would love, love, love to hear your feedback and connect with you personally as well. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I just want to encourage you to stop, to pause, to just think about all of the things that you're thankful for. And, you know, for some of us, it may not feel like as many as others, but I want to encourage you to find something, even if it's for this day, if it's for being able to just breathe and be being given another chance to just go through life and make the best of it because we only have one life to live. So I hope you're living it well. And I hope that this podcast today has brightened and brought a little bit of sunshine and that that is also something that you can be thankful for as well. All right, my friends, enjoy the rest of your day and may you feel blessed and encouraged in all that you do. Until next time.